All right. That's it. That's all we can use. <laughs> I have never heard of what was that? That was. I mean, I can tell it was Monster Mash, but. It was Monster Mash by the Misfits. Oh, it was the Misfits. Really? Yeah, did you know? Yep. I didn't know Misfits did a cover of that either, but uh, yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty good. Yeah. that It's definitely better than the original. That didn't sound like the Misfits to me. Really? I mean, I guess I'm hearing it over a webcam, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll have to listen to it on your own. It was kind of just like. Do <laughs> <but>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's Well, that's what it was over on this end, too. So. <laughs> Coincidentally, that's what yeah. it sounded like. Um, yeah, that is on an album called Project 1950 by Misfits. And they also do a cover of Great Balls of Fire, so. Whoa, this magic moment? All right, I'm going to have to listen to this album. Actually. <laughs> it looks like they just do a looks like they just do a bunch of covers of 50s songs. Um, hold the podcast. We'll be right back after I listen to this album. <laughs> yeah, just stop it all. Just got to check this out right quick. <laughs> yep, all right. So, we are back in a spooky Halloween edition. Um, you should have got you should have got the spooky or spooky scary skeletons. You should have got that song. <laughs> I thought about that. That was like the only other Halloween song I could think of. Do you know any other Halloween songs? I guess besides like the song from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, yeah. Danny Gonzalez has a song called Spooky Boy. That's really good. <laughs> Hip hipster. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. I meant like a Halloween song that I would know. <laughs> yeah, that's just like a YouTuber who made a Halloween song that doesn't really yeah. count. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. Short answer. No. Adam Sandler did a cover of a Kenny Wayne Shepherd song, and it was well, it was a parody because the Kenny Wayne Shepherd song was Blue on Black. So, but he changed it to like Happy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's pretty. Weird. I mean, it's Adam Sandler in the '90s. I don't know. Yeah. That's my. That's what I got yeah. to contribute. <laughs> Some weird shit. True that. All right. <laughs> Did you happen to see the uh, Halloween episode of Saturday Night Live last weekend? Uh, um, no, I do Chance not watch Rapper? Saturday Night Live anymore. Uh, I only watch Saturday Night Live when there's like good like hosts on and people that I like. And Chance the Rapper was on there, and he was hilarious. He was in almost every sketch, and he was also the musical guest. So, yes. Um, um, Chance the Rapper is really funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. That's about all I have to contribute, I guess. Okay, cool, cool, well, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like Chance the Rapper a lot. I just never like, I uh, just never got into him. I. It, oh yeah, I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, I'm a way he, bigger Chance the Rapper fan than you are. Yeah, which is fair. Like, I just think I'm like, I feel like, it, I feel like I missed it. You know. Yeah. I just wasn't there and I do respect the hell out of him cuz he pretty much did all his shit independently which is amazing. Um, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has a really good, he did a a really good skit for SNL where he was like uh, a like a fill-in sports announcer at a hockey game. Yes. Yes. That's good. That's one of my favorites, dude. He did another one this past weekend where he was the fill-in announcer at a League of Legends tournament. (laughs) You would also love that. (laughs) He was like, yeah, they asked me to fill in for the League of Legends. And I was like, yeah, sure, man. I assumed there'd be like a whole bunch of like legendary basketball players, like a league full of like, you know, uh, uh, Tracy McGrady coming out. But I don't know what this League of Legos is, but... (laughs) 
that premise alone is like hilarious so i'll have to check that out i know right um yeah one final tangent yes have you listened to the new kanye west album oh bruh <laughs> bruh yes i did is, is that a yes yeah i did too yeah i have so many opinions me too that i I, I'm not even sure, like, he, <laughs> what, let, 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 did you like it? Let me ask you that. No. <laughs> did okay, you like it? just straight up no. Straight up no. Did I like no it? No redeeming qualities. Um, I liked it because I did think there were some bangers, um, and also it did make me think a lot. Yeah, okay. Um, however, I think he's fucking with everybody, dude. You think? That, that song, Closed on Sunday? <laughs> That's, that song Chick-fil-A makes me think that song? he is too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the lyrics to this song are, uh, you're my Chick-fil-A, Closed on Sundays, number one with the lemonade. What does that mean? It's not <laughs> good. Like, it. Because no. I saw people that I know on the Facebook mm-hmm. saying, hey, don't clown on the guy. Like, he's just, he's just like, you know, spreading, spreading God, spreading the gospel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Those people. Should, as Christians, we shouldn't be upset that a celebrity is finally, you know, preaching the word of God to a huge uh, to a huge market, which I think is definitely uh, a very good, cool thing, if it were real. <laughs> they didn't and listen. I don't to know. It. I can't speak to that. There's no fucking they way they listen to it because when you listen to it, some of it is just fucking goofy. It's yeah, not a gospel definitely. album. It's not right. I'm not. I don't even think it's like that bad. But it's just like I don't. I didn't get a lot of sincerity out of it. I didn't feel like this no. was Kanye West really being like, "Hey, I'm gonna make a gospel. I'm gonna make a gospel. I'm, I'm gonna make a," and maybe that's not what it was. I don't know. All I could tell you is, some of those lyrics are pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, and almost like a I'm making fun of Christianity. I'm and an almost like I'm making fun of gospel kind of way. That's what I thought. So that that <laughs> I wish y'all yeah. could see my face because that is exactly what I thought. Yep, could be totally that's wrong. Right. Yeah, I kind of get that. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I don't want to speak too much to, you know, his intentions and if they're pure or not, but I kind of don't believe it. Um, I did see one uh, review that will, uh, that kind of sums up how I feel about the album. And that basically just said the best part of the Jesus is King album is when it's done and Spotify randomly starts playing 808s and Heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, finally, some 2008 Kanye. <laughs> Shit, I'd listen to Yeezus, honestly, over that. At least Yeezus yeah, felt right. honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, all right. <laughs> that, okay, we're done with that part. Um, I'm glad we talked about it, but that has like a Steve Harvey level of me getting into it. So yeah, I'm, no, I, I kind of, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, S- Steve Harvey. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But Hot I'll, topics. I'll, I'll restrain because it's not worth. Okay. It. Okay. 
All right. Speaking of, let's let's drink. Let's do a bit of drinking. Yeah, it's the longest we've recorded for a while without drinking. I know, right? Yeah. This is like the once we decided to to call it quits, we're like better than ever, man. Should have done this a long time ago. I have no room for anything. <laughs> Nobody tells you when you get a computer that you got to plug it in to outlets. Uh, yeah, yep, that shouldn't need to be said. <laughs> Didn't think it through. I've got, like, two <laughs> shitty outlets in this room, and, like, everything is plugged into, like, one outlet. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the guy at Best Buy wasn't like, hey, uh, I'll, I'll sell you this uh, computer, but just so you know, you, you need to plug it in. Like, just, hey, most people don't know that. Well, if he would have told me, That's... I wouldn't be here with no room on my desk. <laughs> I guess I could get rid you of the mini do. fridge. You just uh, you just pop open the little. Is there a CD? Is there a CD player in there? Just CD CD tray? Uh, no. Okay, shit. Well, if there was, just pop open the CD tray. Just pop your beer right there. It's a little drink holder. <laughs> Most people don't know that. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Actually, there could be a CD tray. I just don't know where it's at. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. Quality podcasting. Uh, yeah, I'm. <laughs> uh, Mitch. What are you drinking on this spooky, special spooky episode? I am drinking a Leinenkugel's summer <laughs> shandy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is not a summer shandy. It is an Oktoberfest, if you can believe it. Um, it is October. It's very festive. Uh, it's a German-style Marzen beer. That's mm. all it says. I don't... Mars. Um, but yeah, it is very okay. How I feel about all Line and Kugel beers. Yeah, you eh. don't. Yeah, you don't like Line and Kugel. I don't. I really don't. This beer yeah. is definitely kind of a letdown. But I got another one on deck, so we'll. Uh, oh, there you go. What about you? Yeah, what you drinking? Um, Eli? something I have not had before. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. The whole bottle's in Italian. I have no idea. You want to take a stab at that? <laughs> uh, that is a Peroni Nastro Zero. Uh, that was so bad. I butchered that. No, that was that was pretty close. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've this entire bottle, bottle is an Italian. So I have nothing to tell you, people. <laughs> it's actually a wine. <laughs> what? The bastards. It's a wine. They oh, got yeah. me. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is club soda. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it could be. Could be. It looks like one of those uh, Perrier bottles. Yeah, that actually, yeah, that is what it looks like. Yeah, no, I just, we had this at work, and I don't know why. <laughs> okay. And I was like, I can't read any of this. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to drink it. It is Italian. Uh, it, I do recognize it, the word Italian. Italiana. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that story about my brother turning down a Perrier because he thought it was an alcoholic drink? <laughs> no, that's hilarious. <laughs> he was on, uh, he was like a chaperone on uh, a summer, or like a spring break trip with like a church trip. Right. <laughs> and he saw like a random family there and they were like, hey, do you want a bottle of Perrier? And he was like, no, I probably shouldn't. I'm here with uh, a group of kids. <laughs> Thanks, though. <laughs> That's like a Michael Scott <laughs> level of. I know. Oh, that's great. Yeah. No, I probably shouldn't partake. It's like <laughs> this is really good. Is it? Okay, I'll have to check that out. Peroni. 
Tastes like Heineken, but better. Hmm. It's pretty easy to beat. <laughs> it's quite skunky. Quite skunky. That's what you want out of a beer. Yeah. I mean, I do. You, well, you like Heineken, don't you? I do like Heineken. Yeah. Yeah. It, I. I. I wouldn't order it unless it was like that or like Miller Lite. I would definitely go with a Heineken over any of that, but so I I feel like I'm it, so Mr. How, when did you get home? Let's just be when did you how long ago did you get home? <laughs> I got home uh maybe an hour ago. I had just enough time to eat and get the podcast ready. <laughs> okay. You, you, Why? What about you? <laughs> what about you, though? Uh, you you seem so much more uh, snarky after work. Do I? You think I'm snarky? Well, you have like you. I think like normally, I feel like it's kind of hard to get you to go with an opinion. Sometimes, not all the time, but like here, I've just you've just been like, this beer sucks. <laughs> and you're like, you just even have very. I don't know how to react. I'm just like, oh, okay, Mitch. No, I do feel, I do feel strange. I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm, I'm just so. I, I, I'm very exhausted from work. Work kind of sucked today, and uh, it was. It's one of those days where like I kind of didn't want to come home and record a podcast, but at the same time we have to. It's Halloween. I'm very excited to be doing this, but yeah, right. we've done this before where like. After work is not when I'm like on my game because I was on my game the last like eight hours and now I just want to watch Seinfeld and go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dream, really. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get into. Um, I got a little bit of a lightning round prepared. Yes, and yes. It is a themed lightning round. Some Halloween type questions. Tis the season. Yes. Question number one, Eli, what is your favorite Halloween candy? So, I have a lot of opinions on this. (laughs) 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 Fucking ran about Kit Kats for 20 minutes. (laughs) Right? I'm down if you are. (laughs) You gotta break them and then... (laughs) You gotta break. So, I mean, does it need to be, like, Halloween-specific? I guess that was the question. No, okay, no, my, I guess, to rephrase, um, what is your favorite candy that you would get, like, out trick-or-treating? Did you ever go trick-or-treating? should start there. (laughs) No, what's that? Um, (laughs) I did. I did. Uh, okay. So I, I actually, coincidentally, I think my favorite was Kit Kat because because it had a wafer center. There was a little bit less chocolate and it was closer to the salty sweet thing, which even as a Ooh, kid, I yeah. really, really liked. Right. So I could eat more of them without getting sure. sick. So I felt sure. like I could eat way more Kit Kats and not feel it. I also yeah, no, love... The orange colored Kit Kats, which are actually white chocolate. I love those. Oh, I didn't know they made orange Kit Kats. Yeah. For, for Guys, stop the podcast. I'll be right back. I'm going <laughs> to run the Kroger. <laughs> I got to find them now. <laughs> uh, okay, cool, cool. Good answer. Um, 
Mine is probably just going to be a classic Reese cup. I'm a Reese. Mm. I'm a sucker for Reese cups. Uh, the 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 peanut butter chocolate combo is just the best out there, and um, the peanut butter they use is not like real peanut butter. It's like they take peanut butter and just like mix a whole bunch of sugar in it, <laughs> which somehow makes it better. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did you know you could buy Reese Cup branded jars of peanut butter? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I saw that at the store one time, and I was like, that would probably be pretty tasty, but I can't bring myself to buy one. <laughs> oh, no, it's got it. It's like you said. I'm sure it's, like, just full of sugar. Uh, yeah. Do you like chunky peanut butter? I love chunky peanut butter. Me too, that dude. That is my favorite. <laughs> so much better. Oh, yeah. It's got texture. It's got peanuts. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, it really is just peanut butter with nuts in it, but, but. Yeah. It is better. It's, yeah, it's far better. And it's a little classier because you're like, oh, I'm going to have some healthy. That's <laughs> no, not healthy. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I will, I will say one thing. So one thing that drives me up the fucking wall is I have these people who I will bump into who want to say, like, because people get really excited for, like, the Christmas tree Reese cups, the, um, I don't know, whatever the, the Jack O'Lantern pumpkin ones. Yeah. Right. But it drives me crazy when people are like, why do people get these? They're the same thing. And they're not, they're not because the ratio completely different to chocolate and peanut butter than it is a normal Reese. Oh, yeah, you're right. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. It's all in the ratio. <laughs> well, and it's just like everybody's like, well, they taste the same, the same thing. I was like, no, okay, hold on. Yes, it's, they're just, it is a Reese cup, but that ratio is completely. You tell them that? You get, you've get you gotten in a fight about this before? Oh, yeah, no, I have full out, like, with strangers <laughs> argued about it. Because they're like, well, it's the same ingredients. And I'm like, you don't understand. It's, there's literally probably twice the amount of peanut butter in there in a normal Reese cup. And they're like, no, there's not. I'm like, look at the ounces. Look at the ounce on this, <laughs> the single one, and look at the ounce on that Reese cup. It's different, isn't That's it? That's true. That's true. Yep. Yep. And I get mad because they're like, yep. no, nah, stupid. And I'm like, you don't know anything about food. Fuck off. <laughs> you didn't know that you were challenging a candy expert. And for that, I forgive you. But back off, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. My last name is Reese. So. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm the next throw into the Reese's air. Um, yeah, I'm part of the anyway. dynasty. <laughs> uh, question two. Do you have a favorite scary movie? I do. It is John Carpenter's The Thing. Hmm, okay. Starring Kurt Russell and a bunch of other people I do not remember. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I've not seen that. Sorry, I can't contribute to this one. Oh, really? At all? No, you yeah. haven't seen it at all. It's yeah. really good, I man. A, I haven't seen a lot of like the classic Halloween movies that you're supposed to see because um, when I was a kid and like you were supposed to be like that's the prime time to watch those movies. Like I was just too afraid, so I just didn't. <laughs> oh no, I definitely yeah, I'm totally on board with you there because I watched that as an adult. <laughs> okay. Um, but it it it's it's from the '80s. But it's one of those movies where, like, everything is practical effects. 
So okay. there's like a scene where something rips out of this dude's stomach and it's a little head that grows legs and it like runs around like a spider. Ew, it's, yeah, you know, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> but somebody made that. Like it's not CGI at all. So it's all right, okay. and I I'm those are like some of my favorite like horror movies. I do, I don't think the thing is really like a Halloween movie. I think it was like a kind of a classic horror movie. There's also a big psychological element to it. Um, I think it actually happens around Christmas time, so I almost look at it more as like a Christmas movie. Hmm. Yeah, kind of like Die Hard. It, it's kind of one of those. It's like one <laughs> of those where it... Like, I think the first Harry Potter movie is a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. At least the first one, I don't know. There. Um, what Do you have a favorite scary movie, since you don't really watch very many? Yeah, so I don't really watch very many. So my only, my favorite scary movies are the ones that aren't really that scary. They're just kind of in the genre. Um, so I have, I have a couple different uh, answers here. Um, I really like Jordan Peele. I like his... Uh, I like I like Get Out and Us. I thought both were phenomenal movies. Because um, I don't like the type of like movies where it's like a slasher movie where just like everybody dies. Because that's kind of predictable. Like it can be scary, but it's also like yeah, okay, this isn't high quality cinema. Whereas I feel like Jordan Peele movies are like oh my god, this is brilliant. This is such a good idea. There's so much cool like foreshadowing and really cool things he does with like the camera work and um, that it's just like. It's you're watching a piece of art that happens to be a scary movie. It's not like a scary movie. So um, that was really pretentious of me. But (laughs) no, that's a hundred percent how I feel about The Shining. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah. Which the only reason I didn't pick The Shining is because and get ready for being pretentious because (laughs) it's not really a horror movie. It's more, it's more of like an installation on film. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I quit the podcast. Oh, so you'll appreciate this. Uh, I was at work and a guy came in. He's a young, he was actually kind of like a kid, like a high school kid. Mm-hmm. He had a shirt, he had a shining shirt. And I was like, oh, I like your shirt, man. He was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, you watch Room 237? And he was like, no. And I was like, all right, look, go home, get on Netflix. <laughs> Watch two, watch Room Two Thirty Seven, and you will never look at The Shining the same way again. And he was like, "This really weird old guy is giving me the creeps, and I'm <laughs> exactly. never coming back." Here. Yep, yep. Because <laughs> I even tried like, to just kind of be like Stanley Kubrick. I was like, I started being that guy that you just see like outpost, like, well, you know, the part in the movie where like that happened, and I was, because <laughs> right. I got excited. I was like, I, I just. I don't think people like appreciate the shining in the way it should be. I think they're like, Ooh, there's an elevator of blood and which is an awesome (laughs) scene, but it's like some of the best parts of the shining aren't even scary. Right. Right. My other favorite, uh, scary movie because i couldn't really narrow it down um i love the final destination series Mm. i love them so much it is 
the stupidest, like campiest, s- scary movie. And that's why I like it because like it's not scary and the like it's not realistic. So like you when you're watching it, it's like you're not gonna be like, oh my god, this is this this is so real. Like this could actually happen. No, it's not gonna happen. I kind of think of it as the it's the Fast and Furious series <laughs> if it were a horror movie series. <laughs> like just way too many. They yeah. are ridiculous. <laughs> There's like a weird canon and lore to the universe that doesn't need to be there (laughs) exactly yeah Yeah. but i will tell you the ending of the very final final destination movie was brilliant oh yeah i have you seen this no bro i saw the first one like all right at the very end the very last scene of the final movie they all get away and they're like oh we finally beat the curse that's awesome we're all alive it's great life is good they're traveling back home or something after this horrible thing just happened to them and they get on a plane and guess what plane it is the plane from the first movie you have to watch it (laughs) wait okay so the very first oh go ahead go ahead and explain it the final, the, okay, so the final destination uh, folklore starts at the very f- first movie. The whole reason, the whole thing that kicks off this chain of events is they survive a plane crash that they like, the, the, the plane went down and one of the dudes in the plane was like, had this vision. They're like, oh my gosh, the plane's going to crash. We got to get off of this. So they do get off and the plane crashes, but death is like, oh, you're still going to die anyway. You can't cheat death. So. This kicks off six other movies, basically, where they're like, uh, death is going to track down these people one at a time. So the very end of the final movie, you you think it has a happy ending, like, oh, they actually all survived. That, like, doesn't happen. And then the very last scene, it has them get on a plane, and they're about to take off. And while they're on the plane, it has that scene from the very first movie, like the dude uh, going, like, freaking out, like, the plane's going to crash. We got to get off. So they... They usher them off the plane, and then these people from the sixth movie stay on, and the movie just ends. So you're like, oh shit, this is like a big circle. Like, the whole time, the sixth movie is actually set in the past, and you didn't know it, but these people actually are going to die in this plane crash now. Right. I thought it was a brilliant way to end the movie. (laughs) Because it's different characters every movie, right? It is, yeah, it is different characters every movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was a little bit yeah. confused because I was thinking it was the same people from the first movie. Oh, right, right. No, no. And I was so, like, that's a pretty yeah. fucking confusing <laughs> ending. Yeah, but yeah, no, like that's <laughs> kind of... see themselves? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. kind of interesting. Like, I, I, that, that's pretty cool. I didn't think they would do... I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, yeah. That's impressive. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, although nobody else saw that movie, so nobody can appreciate it. So right, I mean, you and twelve other people, man, must really love it. But <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, okay. Question three: What is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Um. I think the remake. Of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out in like 2002. I watched that. Now, I don't know if it is really that scary nowadays. Man, never heard of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nothing. Didn't know anything about it. Don't even yeah. remember who I watched it with. It was like, two, I think I watched it with my dad or something. 
Man, with that the first scene in that movie when he like he comes like full sprinting running at somebody with the with the leather mask and all that, I yeah. was mortified. <laughs> we watched it also with surround sound, which that makes any movie oh, shit, yeah. 20 fucking cuz cuz I think when they mix those movies, especially horror movies, I just see the guy in the booth with like his hand on the fucking fader and it's like yeah, all right, dialogue, 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 chainsaw and like it's like the files <laughs> right. like peeking and the woofers are like <laughs> like right. They mix that to scare the shit out of you. And it does. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, that 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 was the biggest movie that I had like a visceral uh reaction to. Of like just being yeah. so afraid and never wanting that right. to happen. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I man, again, I haven't seen that because it's one of those movies that I know would scare the shit out of me. And especially when it first came out, I was like, I was not going to watch a scary movie. Actually, um, I remember when I was like 12, I went to a friend's birthday party. Um, and he was just like having a like bonfire and like they were having a sleepover and, uh, they were like getting ready for bed and they were like, Hey, do you guys want to watch like Friday the 13th? And they were all like, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go hang out by the fire, uh, by myself (laughs) as a 12 year old. And I still remember that because I was like, that was basically the first time where I was like, yeah, this ain't for me, man. <laughs> no, that's funny. I mean, but. I get it because it's it, it it is probably my least favorite like film genre. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I just I don't I don't really enjoy horror movies all that much. Yeah, yeah, same. And also, kind of like what we said, like there's not um, yeah, the, it, there there's definitely a recipe to them where it, it would take a lot to impress me for a scary movie. Yeah. I s- which brings me... Oh, yes. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, which brings me to probably the scariest movie I've seen. And this was a slow burn. It's actually... I just saw it a couple weeks ago. It's brand new. Um, it's called Midsummer. Have you heard about that? Oh, yeah, dude. I, like, pseudo didn't want to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. Because it I looked kind of really real. I planning on it, but... Yeah. So this is one of the reasons. And at the time... I hated it because I was like, this is just stupid. It's not really that scary. It doesn't have like any jump scares or anything like that. But I think it's kind of one of those things, kind of like, um, uh, it was more like psychological trauma. It felt like you went through like some fucking fucked up shit. And you're after the movie, you're like, wow, I can't believe that, you know, happened. Cause it had all these really just really messed up things happen that could be real. But also like it, since it didn't rely on any like, typical jump scares or you know murderer or anything like that it's all like this is a really and the the way they shot it too was like really pretty it's almost kind of like a jordan peele kind of thing like the 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 views were like the the for the artistic like photography and everything was really bright bright colors um the opposite of scary it was set in sweden which is like beautiful um but for that is kind of one of the things that made it even creepier because like yeah, yes. you wouldn't expect this to be creepy, but this is going to mess you up. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to like talk any more about it because it's brand new and you have people probably haven't seen it yet, but it's pretty freaking messed up, dude. 
Well, that, that it, it, it's, it was one of those movies that's like, man, I want to see that, but I really always hate walking away from a movie with like a yucky feeling like that. Like, yeah, that, it definitely made me feel yucky. Yeah. And, and that sounds like kind of goofy, but it's just like, I just never <laughs> enjoyed that. You know, I just never, yeah. I don't play horror games though, for the same exact reason. Um, I don't want to play or watch like these super crazy i mean i guess if it's psychological i could maybe like that doesn't bother me i don't know what it is it's just about like like really really intense gore or just like being unsettled for two and a half hours like because like you know in those movies like when they do the sound design like there's like like notes you can barely hear that are constantly playing and like yeah right they kind of manipulate you into being afraid which is just like that alone is like a creepy feeling yeah definitely yeah (laughs) so it's but yeah that's i don't know it's just it always makes me avoid them but some can be like really good and that does sound really interesting um i like the because that's what i mean that was the biggest thing i got from the trailers was i was just like oh this movie's like not in a cave like it's not pitch black the entire movie this is it's like bright and sunny the entire movie Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, lots of colors lots of flowers lots of nice pretty imagery but it's it's kind of cool because it's just like it's it's almost even creepier that way because it's like the juxtaposition of like there's some really messed up stuff going down here (laughs) um yeah i don't know man all right anyways so that was the lightning round um i'm spooked you're spooked um, <laughs> i am so scared um i do you like halloween um not really no i never really <laughs> <laughs> uh i never really got into it uh like you said we've talked about it before i'm kind of too cool to do the whole like dressing up in costume thing and i don't like scary movies so what is there for me to like besides the candy <laughs> um yeah i i don't know why i think i really like halloween because i really like fall and a lot of like halloween-esque traditions kind of like uh fall into that category (laughs) i see what you did there (laughs) um they kind of they kind of mix together um so i think like i don't like specifically like halloween to be like spooky scary but i kind of like thinking of it as like hollow's eve and like the kind of like more urban myth urban legend part of it yeah um i i kind of like that part a lot and i also like just like doing things like it's weird now that i'm older like i like to see kids trick-or-treat uh which it's probably a weird way to put that, but what I mean is <laughs> no, like, I, I, I like, where you're coming from. <laughs> it's yeah, cute. I like seeing kids enjoy the holiday and I like like, cause you could easily scare children. So it's the one time of year you're like allowed to scare kids. And it's like, you know, you got to do that. You, you got to get scared. It, it builds character. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, um, I like, I like Halloween to the effect that it's a, uh, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a nice, change of pace it, to me it signifies like okay summer's officially over it's getting kind of colder because like you said a lot of the halloween things are more of just like fall things like leaves and pumpkins and sweaters and all the basic things like 
once it hits Halloween, it's just like, okay, now it's totally cool to drink pumpkin lattes and wear sweaters. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's kind of how I feel about it, honestly. Like, it's just it's just that change in season. And there's something about where, like, I I have been more fascinated by, like, being scared uh, in recent years because it's like. Like, so, so actually as of recording this tomorrow is Halloween. Mm -hmm, Right. Um, just to perfectly date this episode. Um, if you're driving around on Halloween, even, even after Halloween, if you're driving with your windows down, like a long road at night, turn your radio off, just drive. You could freak yourself out. Turn your headlights off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Turn your headlights <laughs> off, chug a fifth of whiskey, <laughs> and get her done. Consume privacy. Yeah. Um. But but honestly, like, there's something about like fall weather and and something about like October and the end of October, beginning of November, where I really think like there is an unsettlingness mm-hmm. that you can find, and I'm and I'm and I get really excited about that. Yeah. Um, So you said this was kind of a recent thing that you're becoming more and more intrigued with, like being scared. Like, why do you think that is? What parts of being scared intrigue you? Uh, I think it's kind of just like because you feel alive. So (laughs) feeling something is dead inside all the time. (laughs) Um, No, I just think like your your fear, like being afraid is just kind of like a survival instinct. Mm-hmm. So when you're afraid, it kind of shows that you're like alive, that you care. And that's, that's I think, why people get off on being afraid is because it gives you that rush. Yeah, right. Of like, oh, I got scared, but I'm not, I'm okay. And I was like, oh, that was really scary. And like, you know, that's, you know, that's why like when you go to haunted houses with your friends to go through and, and get scared, um, and then you go out on the other side and you laugh and you talk about how fun and how scary it was. Right, yeah. You know. It's like you went through something together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just, I think, like, fear is a really weird emotion that I, you know, I don't want to throw myself into. But every now and then, every now and then, I will, uh, I won't really watch a scary movie. What I will do is get on YouTube and watch creepily animated, narrated YouTube videos, which are terrifying some of them have like legit like freaked me out i watched some in the middle of the day and i turned lights on like (laughs) i was like bruh yeah yeah (laughs) because when you're by yourself being scared is a whole different experience oh yeah yeah exactly yeah because there you ain't got nobody to be brave for (laughs) you ain't got nobody to be brave for you Uh you get in your head like you it you could freak yourself out hard Mm -hmm. so i think like i don't know it's just it's just interesting because i think when i was younger i just didn't like the feeling now as an adult i don't love the feeling but i'm like intrigued by like why people like it and then also like i don't know i just it, it just intrigues me right and also like why do some things scare some people but not others like what's the trigger in your mind that's like oh that's no good or like oh this is fine kind of like the 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 trypophobia thing or whatever like why does that why yeah why does we... that fuck with us yeah exactly yeah uh, 
it's a, yeah it's that that's super interesting too because like really i don't unless it's like a specific thing like well for example like i'm not really afraid of like ghosts or monsters right. or things like that i'm afraid of people me too yeah yeah because i do the scariest like at the time where i will like like be a coward turn tail and run sacrifice everybody else before <laughs> me i'm driving down a road dark road like we talked about yeah headlights are on there's just somebody walking down the side of the road oh yeah right like that guy's a murderer <laughs> yeah i'm like nope because because <laughs> my fear in my head is my car is gonna die my car's gonna oh, die yeah, right yeah. here and they're gonna be like hey you need help and then they're just gonna like fucking torture me right because like, that fear is based on something that is real that's happened before that's like how uh uh what's his nuts uh a serial killer uh like captured his prey <laughs> yeah what's his nuts yeah what's his nuts thank you um anyway uh no that's uh that's a really good point that's uh kind of why kind of why i'm like so okay with watching movies like final destination because like there's no chance this is ever going to happen so that doesn't you know scare me whereas like i, I was also going to talk about a movie uh i saw a long time ago it's called this i think it's called the strangers or something like that Mm, mm -hmm. where it was basically just one of those classic movies where like a girl's like home alone and she thinks people are trying to break into her house and they they do they end up like breaking into her house and the scariest part of that movie is like the end where she was like this is like it's still stuck with me and i haven't seen this movie since it came out she was like why why are you doing this to me and they were just like they take off their masks and they're like because you were home like no other reason we just wanted to fuck with somebody and like people yes. like that exist <laughs> Yes, that shit freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is like a, a fear. And I th and I think you're right because it's real. It's right. realer than like ghost. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, ghosts are good for a good jump scare, but, you know, also I don't really believe in ghosts. Same. Um, I got to set something straight, though. Okay. I have a bone to pick with every motherfucking person probably out there what mitch if i ask you what is one of the biggest things that that we hear around trick-or-treat time what is one of the biggest things that people are told to do oh the like the uh the the news about like uh the fake news about like not letting your kids eat the candy because it might have uh uh razor blades yeah, or razor drugs blades. In it. that never fucking happened yeah you can google it there's no police report <laughs> The only time it ever did happen was when a dad did it to his son. <laughs> it never, ever happened. It never happened. And every year I got to hear people, oh, yeah, the cops are checking kids' candy. Oh, and they're yeah. doing this. And they're putting LSD and pot in the candy. And it's like, they're not. That never, <laughs> it is. You, I'm serious. If you do not believe me, Google it right fucking now. There is not one recorded case of that ever happening. The only time it ever happened, technically, was a dad poisoned his own son. Right. And he did it through his Halloween candy. Like maliciously? like <laughs> Oh, like totally to intentionally. Him? I don't okay. know why he wanted to kill his son. Dang. Um, but anyway, no, I I mean, I definitely agree with you there. I, I thought that was like kind of common knowledge that like if you believe that, you're stupid. You're one of those people that don't actually read anything. You just kind of like share the first shit you see. Um, I've always thought that. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, also, like drugs I aren't cheap. 
people aren't going to give their drugs to strangers f- as like a prank because per- first of all if like you can't see the aftermath of that and that's the fun part like if you're going to drug somebody you want to be around to see the result <laughs> Not I mean, that's like- a way to look at it i mean it's like you say all that but then i just had a conversation with somebody i work with and they and and they were just like Oh no, yeah, well, we got to check the kids' candy, and I was like, "Well, you know that never actually happened, right?" And they're like, "Well, it did once." Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> and I was like, "I'm gonna." Fu-. You know what it makes me want to do? It really, it's more dangerous because it makes me want to start putting razor blades in fucking candy, <laughs> just so I could be like, "Ah, yeah." <laughs> you were right there. Write an article about that, Buzzfeed. <laughs> and I and I think that's how the Zodiac Killer started. <laughs> uh, I believe so. I believe so. You ever just like a bad day away from being the Zodiac Killer? <laughs> just like, why not? I'm going to start writing letters to just... cops and making pistols out of rubber bands and just start <laughs> shooting whoever I see. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't want to actually. I don't want to actually do that. I just thought about I, I'm really I'm really interested in Zodiac Killer. Have you ever yeah. Did you I, watch um, the movie Zodiac with I, Jake Gyllenhaal? I, I did watch the movie Zodiac with Jake Gyllenhaal. It was good. Um, yeah, I I haven't seen it in a while. So and, and obviously that was pretty much the only like research I did on the Zodiac Killer. I definitely haven't gone down the rabbit hole like you have. So I'm not as educated on the subject. But uh, um, yeah, do you want to fill me in? Uh, really all it was, was like, he never technically was caught. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but there was, I mean, there was like crazy shit. I mean, it was really scary. Um, I, I think I could really like get behind serial killers if it wasn't for the actual murder part. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Sure. Because they're, they're very like fuck with people. Like, so like one thing is like so what started happening is that he would r- start writing letters into the police and be like, "Hey, here's a puzzle. Bet you can't figure it out." Then everybody tried to figure it out, and then it was yeah. just nothing. Right, right, yeah. That that part's kind of cool, yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then like he would be like, uh, "Well, if you don't do this, uh, I'm gonna kill somebody else." And guess what? Their sign's gonna be. They're gonna be an Aquarius. And then sure enough, like a few days later, some dude just gets shot. And they look, and he's an Aquarius. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and they're like, well, how is that possible? So, like, the interesting thing is if you watch, like, documentaries or get into, like, looking up the actual Zodiac case, is that somehow he murdered people at random, but also somehow was able to predict who he was going to kill? Hmm. Like, he, he killed people, would predict information about them that he wouldn't have known. And to this day, I don't think anybody really has ever figured it out. Yeah, There's a lot right. of theories. But he also made a gun out of shit that wasn't a gun. So they never had ballistics to help track it down. Oh, yeah. Um, but I believe most people... I forget the name of the guy. Most people basically think that one of the major suspects was the Zodiac Killer. They just were never able to actually prove it. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's dead now. But yeah. Um, No, I think it just... I think I just, like, get really interested in it because it's, like... Serial killers, especially because I think each serial killer is so differently... Is so different, and also they're like killing for the joy of killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
whether whatever their you know background is but that 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 alone is a pretty like terrifying notion right you know what i mean like that's weird but some serial killers like aren't that different than normal people i mean i know that sounds really weird to say but it's just like the the psychopaths man are the creepy ones the narcissists the psychopaths those are the creepy ones because they could just fake it are there um is is it kind of like known that most serial killers out there have been psychopaths or what's the what's the relationship between like being like a psychopath and being a serial killer so there are okay I will, i'll admit before i even get into it i don't really remember but there's two there so there's psychopaths and then there's sociopaths mm-hmm. sociopaths if i remember correctly psychopaths and sociopaths like i kind of forget which is which but like one doesn't understand emotion but like narcissism also plays into a part of it too right so like uh narcissistic people i think there's different types of like narcissism but being narcissistic kind of means that like you don't have empathy in the same way for people so the reason that like you if like you and me were hanging out and you were horsing, or, horsing around and you punched me really hard in, in, in the arm. And I'm like, oh, man, that really hurt. As like a psychopath, as a normal person, you're able to identify like, oh, I hurt my friend. Like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't okay. hurt you. A psychopath doesn't have that empathy. They weren't hurt. It didn't affect them. But a lot of like psychopaths can can fiend can can fake mm-hmm. learn how to like fake the correct emotional response so they can act their way through social settings right right while yeah. still actually not giving a shit about anybody so that's kind of why i think if you know I, in the terms maybe maybe the terms themselves aren't really important cuz they because like psychopaths, sociopaths, narcissists, all that—it's not interchangeable. They do all have a certain meaning. Um, however, I think like serial killers tend to be like narcissistic psychopaths because that empathy is not there. So they can go out murder someone and get the pleasure mm-hmm, from murdering right. someone and not feel bad that they murdered someone, and then go to work the next day and pretend like nothing happened. Whereas if that was a normal person, you can't, I mean, you would be, you know, sick. Like you couldn't, you couldn't fathom yeah, killing someone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And if you did, it would have a yeah. profound effect on you. You know, the weirdest thing about it is like they can just fucking pretend, dude. It's, it's weird. That terrifies me. That is like such a fear. Like that is terrifying. That is the scariest thing to me is just people that... I mean, even even your friends, even the ones you love, like they could look you in the eye and tell you every, you know, tell you what you want to hear. But are do they mean it? Right. Yeah. Like, how do you know? You can't really know. Right. You have to trust. I don't know. That. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> are you insinuating something? <laughs> Mitch, you're the Zodiac killer. I know. I figured it out years <laughs> oh, ago. You got me. This is all a ploy. Busted. <laughs> 
but yeah i don't know it just yeah, if it, it, it that it fucks with me it is very terrifying yeah yeah i uh yeah no i i find those stories more interesting than i do like terrifying because i have to think about it like again what are the percentage of people that are actually psychopaths and even more than that what's the percentage of people that are psychopaths enough to the point to want to murder people like it is not I think it's pretty big, small yeah, <laughs> yeah right? so it's not like you know if you have three friends one of them is going to end up murdering someone like <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> yeah i mean you're right uh, you're right i think it's just yeah I, I made that joke like you ever feel like you're one bad day away from being the Zodiac killer and I and I think <laughs> yeah. the thing though is like that's what freaks me out like am I one bad day away from being the Zodiac killer <laughs> like today I could sit here all day and be like oh my god I could never like kill another human like I'm bordering on being a pacifist like how would I ever do that and I you know but then I'm like but people do yeah true yeah but people that don't have like you said people that don't have empathy or something kind of right miss you know wires are wires are crossed yeah no i mean you're right i got really obsessed with that um evil genius show um, oh yeah on netflix did you ever watch that one? that one was so cool because um first of all like I just think it's a crazy the the what 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 draws me to like the serial killers and like true crime shows and stuff not is like not the like psychology behind like why did why would this person do something like that it's like I'm more impressed with like man how did that motherfucker get away with that? <laughs> right. how did they how did they think to do something like that and that's kind of what I what I the thoughts I had when I was watching Evil Genius like this dude wanted to rob a bank so he had a pizza ordered and strapped a bomb on the pizza delivery guy and was like, Hey, go rob a bank or I'm going to blow this uh, bomb up. And just such a cool, not, I shouldn't say a cool idea. Like that's that guy's my hero. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> but also like the pop culture that now surrounds that they made a comedy movie based on that story called 30 minutes or less with Danny McBride. And I, when I first saw that movie, I was like, Oh, that's a really kind of funny movie. This is a really weird idea. And then I found out, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That happened. that happened like almost every detail <laughs> minus the comedy aspect. So just, yeah, just stuff like that. I, that, that's the reason why I'm so intrigued by it. Well, what was weird about even, Evil genius in particular is I remember that happening. I actually know a guy. I don't know if I've told you this. I know a guy who had that the the guy that they're pretty sure did it. He had him as a substitute teacher in elementary school. Like oh. not only did that that guy murder someone, but he was also and he he, he might have been one of those psychopath types where like they he, everybody loved him. He was a good guy. He got a job at an elementary school teaching kids like what right i mean well i remember de i definitely remember it because i remember that when i started watching evil me and my girlfriend started watching evil genius we sat down we were eating food we watched it and this guy had that bomb thing on his neck and i was like oh yeah 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 honey i think i remember this happening <laughs> and she's like uh no like you don't know and i was like Honey, I'm pretty sure that's gonna go off. And then, like, I ten seconds <laughs> they later, wouldn't show that. Boom! And they like showed it, and we were just like, "What yep, the?" They showed fuck? it. Yep. Like, 
Yep, you you saw someone die. Uh, yeah. That happened. But that's what I told her. I was like, I remember it. I don't I I don't know much about it, but I I remember that happening. Yep, yep. They they played and they showed that on like live TV, which is crazy. Well, this kind of went from spooky scary to like like would you kill someone? <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, that went. Uh, we lost that one a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, man. To, but it really, to boil it all down to, the most scariest thing in the fucking world is other people. Yes, and that is uh, what we're going to end on that fun little note. Uh, ghosts, not real. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Spooky, but scary skeletons. <laughs> um. Well, do you want to do what you're cranking? Yeah, sure. Um, I do have a What You Cranking prepared. I have been cranking St. Paul and the Broken Bones. So, uh, very awesome. Very awesome band. Uh, super cool, like, soul funk band. Um, yeah, check them out. They put out a couple albums that won last year. I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, I'll get around to it. Uh, but listen, listen to their their. I think their first album is called Half the City, and it was phenomenal. Just really an awesome mix of like soul with like trombone solos and like this is and it, the the coolest part about this is uh um. Uh, I think I told you this when you like listen to the band, you're like, Oh, these guys are awesome. They're, they're pretty good. But then when you see like videos of them, like doing what they do, they just get so into it, man. The, the lead singer, uh, his name is Paul Janeway. He is a, uh, big old white dude. Um, oh, is this that the band that did that tiny desk? They did a tiny desk oh, concert where yeah. he dances on top of the desk in those like golden shoes. Yeah, like, I love those guys. <laughs> yeah, I think we watched that at your house one time. Uh, yeah, they are. They, they're so much fun, man. Yeah, they uh, get really into it, and uh, the dude's got soul. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah, I really like those guys. Yeah, I for I I totally forgot their name, but yeah, no, they're that is a. Uh, one of the few bands that I can say, oh, I've heard of them and listened to them and like them. Wow. Right. Big day, Yeah, exactly. Mitch. There you go. Three for three. All right. I picked someone that uh, is not super obscure. <laughs> um, uh, how about you? What you been cranking? I have been cranking a little bit of a guilty pleasure. Ooh. Found this artist pretty haphazardly. And when I listen to it, I I have kind of like a soft spot for this kind of music. And I know it's not really that good, um, but it's it's just unfortunately um, just a part of me. You know, I like to act like I'm, you know, a fairly like well-rounded kind of renaissance man. You know, I dabble in a lot of things, but I'm, you know, I'm your guy guy. Uh, You're prefacing this too much. You are leading up to a real big <laughs> letdown. <laughs> not, not, not when you hear it. <laughs> okay. Because there's okay. all that, but also I'm pretty fucking white trash, and <laughs> I have been listening to this guy by the name of Whiskey Myers. Okay. Oh shoot, I've heard of Whiskey Myers. <laughs> and he has a song called "Bitch," and I love <laughs> okay. it because it is a song that calls out every fucking pop country artist ever. And fucking calls him a bitch, and I'm okay. into it. <laughs> all right, all right, I like it. That is my like, 
I I don't know, man. Like because it's it's like it is good. It's catchy, and I like that because I fucking I would so much rather listen to Whiskey Myers than listen to like For- Florida Georgia Line. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that it was just like this guy who wrote a song who was like, "Yo, Florida Georgia Line's a bitch," and then I'm just like, "Yo, they kind of are a bitch, <laughs> right?" Yeah, and then I just like you know shotgun a Budweiser, and I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> so I'm a little white trashy, so that's why i prefaced it so much that's fair man no i i I get that i i go through these phases because like you said like we're both pretty white trash um i listen to country like the majority of my childhood so while i like you know try to put that behind me as much as i can i also made a playlist like about a month ago of just nothing but early 2000s country music and it is Brooks and Dunn, Garth Brooks, <laughs> right. like, uh, people you hadn't even heard of that are just like, man, this is redneck, dude. But <laughs> and every once in a while, I just want to crank it, man. I just want to, I just want to, for some reason, go back to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do I listen Maybe to nostalgia? Aerosmith? Sure, I love Aerosmith. I listen to them today. Sweet Emotion, fucking amazing. All right, Sweet Emotion is a golden song, dude. <laughs> right. Do I own a wife beater? I don't know. <laughs> I'm wearing one right now, actually. <laughs> it, you but it, you better believe it says Aerosmith on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right it does. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think that's why you and me have always gotten along so well. Because, like, I think like, we're really, like, I don't know, hip, cool guys. I don't know. <laughs> we try to be. But we're there's, there's a pretty big element of uh, just being... There's- fucking yeah, trashy there's, there's a little bit of yeah white trash hillbilly in there somewhere it's but we've we're well we're well we're well adjusted enough to society to hide that but every once in a while it's got to come out man yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you were very correct yep all right anyways we should wrap this up yeah we definitely should all right not too long spooky scary uh we'll see you for thanksgiving Can't wait to find out what Thanksgiving has in store. Bye.